You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Connor Roberts' first pitch of the fourth inning hits Austin Deming, BYU's leadoff hitter here in the fourth, so Deming reaches first. And Brock Watkins will step in in a tie ball game, 2-2. Cougs were up 2-0. And the Gales have scored one in both the first and third innings to answer. BYU's 2-0 lead in the top of the first. And here we are, 2-2, top four. And Austin Deming on first base. He struck out in the second, hit by a pitch now in the fourth. Connor Roberts has been wild a couple of times and now hit a batter along with walking a batter. BYU two runs to his center air. St. Mary's two runs to his center air. And both teams have left three men on base. As Rock Watkins swings and misses the 0-1. With all those numbers being equal, not surprising. We have a 2-2 ball game. Gales were swept in their first two league series. BYU went one and two in its first two league series. One of these two will have their first WCC series win as Watkins squared to bunt and ended up fouling it off his yeah, hand. He bunted it off his own uh, hand. Mm. That's a painful second strike. 0-2. As Brock is shaking out the digits after fouling it off the fist there. That's no balls and two strikes, one on, and no one out for BYU here in the top of the fourth inning. Brock Watkins has a 13 games on base streak. An eight game hit streak going as well. He leads BYU in both those streak. Categories. Good weekend. A three for eight so far. Three runs for Brock. Now three for nine after the fly out to left in the second for Brock. Hitting out of the seven hole. Brock Watkins with Colin Reuter on deck. Austin Deming at first base after being hit by a pitch. Good and take Brock there. checked it. And they check at first base and didn't go. So one ball, two strikes. That was pitch 55 on the day for Connor Roberts. His high pitch count 86. He's into his fourth inning of work. Oh, check. Deming back at first. Roberts' long outing, six innings, and back in February against Northern Colorado. Right-hander on the mound. Right-handed bat in the box, belonging to Brock Watkins. Brock 0 for 1 today. The 1-2. Will instead go to first as Deming dives back. BYU will head home. Quick rest up and then uh, head down to Dixie. Yeah, quick rest. Get home tomorrow afternoon. Monday afternoon to Dixie. Bus down to St. George. BYU and Dixie on Tuesday at 5 o'clock. So an early evening, 5 o'clock Mountain Time first pitch on the radio. The 1-2 to Watkins. Roberts from the stretch. And Brock lays off that low ball for ball two. Two and two from Roberts to Watkins. So it'll be four consecutive away games with this weekend series and the Dixie contest followed by some home ball. It'll be Santa Clara at Miller Park next weekend. It's we back, and then it's back out on the road. We don't get a nice road stand, until, home stand until the end of the year, don't we? Yeah. 
2-2, and that's a backwards K as Brock Watkins takes the pitch for strike three. Yeah, that's the pitch there. Starts at your hip, it runs back over the middle of the plate. That's the, that's the one to hit, but it can fool the, the right-handed hitter because you think it's going to be inside, and it just breaks back on the inside corner for strike three. So one gone now for Colin Reuter. Reuter doubled. It was a two-out double. He was stranded in the second inning as Ozzie Pratt grounded out with uh, Reuter at second in the second. That'll be inside for ball one to Colin. So the Cougars will play their final eight games at home this year. Tuckett, your reference there. It'll be a... A midweek with Dixie, Pacific at home, a midweek with Utah, and then LMU at home. They throw back to Deming. He dives back with a 1-0 count facing Colin Reuter. And there's also another seven-game away stretch coming for BYU still this year. They've had a few of those longer stretches without home games. Of course, one was kind of a and late addition with heading down to Arlington, of course. It was supposed to be a home series. A grounder from Reuter. Safe there. From the glove to second for one. He's safe at second. Actually, yep. as, call, as uh, Tuckett called it, they get the runner at first. They get the batter at first, but Deming beat it to second. And so the shortstop, Campos, handles the grounder, gloves it to second. Safe there with an out at first, and two are out here in the top of the fourth. Well, it's the third consecutive inning now we've had a runner in scoring position with two outs right haven't gotten the hit the last two innings see if uh, Ozzy who's already had the same opportunity in the second see if he can come through here so Deming in scoring position for Ozzy Pratt first pitch he sees he grounds foul down the first baseline natural grass surface here in Moraga No balls and a strike to Pratt, who's batting one uh, on the weekend. He's three for nine. All three hits came yesterday. Three for ten after his 5-3 ground out today. So three for ten on the weekend with two runs and an RBI. And Pratt bats with Austin Deming at second base. Deming reached on a hit by pitch and advanced on the Reuter ground out. Pratt batting 263 on the year. Called strike. 0-2 to Ozzy. Well, battle two strikes here. Ozzy ball and play here. No balls, two strikes, two out, one on. The man on second is Deming. BYU and St. Mary's tied at two, top four. Get over his head. In the air to right. Get over his head. Get, get over, over his, his head. head. In right field, it'll roll past the right fielder to the wall. Ozzy will have himself a double and nice brings home Austin Deming with a go-ahead run. BYU leads it three to two. As Ozzy Pratt hits a shot to right over the right fielder's head. Bounces off the wall, and before it gets back in, Ozzy is at second base with a stand-up uh, double. I've been waiting for Ozzy to burn them. They've been playing shallow on him and right all weekend, and he finally gets that fastball in, drops the barrel head. 
and just burns him there off the wall for a big two-out RBI double. So Deming comes around to score, and BYU goes back in front by a score of three to two. And with two out, Hayden Latham hits with a runner in scoring position, and the wind whipping here in Moraga. We say it's whipping here. We look out to the flags, and they're all but limp out there in center field. So it's uh, a selective wind that's blowing here at uh, Louis Gisto Field as to where you feel it. So two out, and a man on second for BYU. Cougs are in front after leading 2-0. The lead was erased. But in a 2-2 ball game, Ozzie Pratt with a two-out double to right. And Austin Deming scores his fourth run of the series. So Dem still looking. As Latham inside takes for ball one in the count. Deming said everything but a triple this year. It's the one extra base hit he's missing in his resume. He's doing everything else for BYU right now. Really good weekend too. 1-0. With two gone. That's the low strike call. One ball, one strike to Hayden Latham. Latham reached in the first and the third. He reached on a strikeout, but a wild pitch of a strikeout, third strike not caught. Beat it out to first and then reached on an E3 in the third and was stranded. The 1 1, two gone, one on for BYU. We're top four. Cooks lead 3 2. That's popped up. In the infield, second baseman will handle it. And BYU in the fourth inning gets one run on one hit. There were no errors. There was a runner left on. We go bottom four, BYU four, St. Mary's three on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball alongside Tuckett Slade. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Jansen Kiesel delivers a called strike one to the first batter in the St. Mary's fourth, Kyle Velasquez. Velasquez grounded out to third in the first. He hits now in the fourth with his team down three to two. And he stripes that to left. That's going to get down and to the wall past Hayden Latham. It'll be a stand-up double to lead off the fourth inning for Kyle Velasquez. Yeah, slider right there. Too much of the plate. Stayed on it. Hit it right down the line for a leadoff double. Third hit of the day for St. Mary's. They have two runs on three hits. They committed one error. They've left three on. BYU, three runs on three hits. They've committed an error. They've left four on the base pass. BYU down. Rather up 2 nothing. The game was tied at two. And Cook took a 3-2 lead top of the frame. We're in the fourth. And St. Mary's threatening early. The square popped up and nice Deming will catch the popped up bunt. So, not getting it done was Espinosa on the bunt attempt trying to move Velasquez over. Velasquez stays at second as Espinosa with the pop up to Deming on the bunt attempt. Well, those are big outs there to not let the advancement. Now go Velasquez to work, stays where he is. And Dalton may sure will hit. Caught looking in the second. Jansen Kiesel's thrown 51 pitches. Long, or his high pitch counts, 88. Yeah. 
Smacks the leather for strike one. Hitters do not like that high, that high strike. Make sure to look right back at the umpire after that pitch. Well, we've seen that call today. Yep. Kiesel's long outing six innings this year. That's a mighty whiff for strike two. That was Bayshore's against behind 0-2. Oklahoma State? No, that was uh, It was the second Marshall. game against Marshall. Yeah. yeah. He went five in his Oklahoma State start. Last two starts, though, one in the third and two. You just wanted to see him get through the second today. More or less unscathed than that he did. As that's a swinging strikeout. So on three pitches, three strikes. And Mayshore is down. And the Cougs have gone from giving up a leadoff double to now two out for the number nine hitter. Well, that's the thing. If you have an umpire that's calling the high strike for Jensen, why throw anything else but that? That's his best pitch, right, is the high fastball. It's really hard to get on top of that as a hitter. And right there, as you see in the 0-2 count, goes to the fastball up and blows it right by him. If that's the call you're getting today, go for be a steady it. diet. It's actually advanced. It, it, it advantage you. That's your personnel. Doing a little offensive visit here, deciding if they're going to pinch hit. Looks like they're going to. Yeah, Driggs is due up. 28's now in. They'll go to Blake McDonald. And McDonald came in for Driggs at catcher yesterday. And so we'll see that happen here now earlier in the game in the fourth inning. So Blake McDonald made a nice catch when colliding with his third baseman yesterday in a play behind the plate. We'll hit now with two out in the fourth inning and a runner in scoring position. So catcher Driggs is pinch hit for by Blake McDonald. Righty v. Righty here, and that's a wicked lash for strike one. Boy, that was a big cut, wasn't it? It was. The Sox pulled high, pants at the knees for Blake McDonald. Jansen Kiesel glancing back at the runner at second. Velasquez. This is outside for ball one. One and one to the pinch hitter, the catcher. Blake McDonald. Yeah, I wouldn't throw anything but heaters to this guy. Do not slow his barrel, speed his barrel up by slowing down the pitch. The 1-1. One, 1-2. One. One Swinging through that offering from Jansen Kiesel. Heating up a little bit. Jansen, with two outs this year, is allowing hitters to produce at an 0-95 clip. Yeah. You like that. That's tremendous. Big one right here, Jance. Two out, one on. The one-two, low that time for ball two. Velasquez led off the fourth with a double. The attempt to bunt him over resulted in a pop-up to Deming. And Mayshore struck out swinging. And now it's a 2-2 count to the number nine hitter, the pinch hitter, Blake McDonald. The wind up and delivery and got him. Gets the call. It's caught looking. The fastball top of the zone and Kiesel gets the call. And BYU leads through four in the bottom of the fourth. No runs on one hit, no errors. And there was a runner left on. We go top five. BYU three. St. Mary's two on the new skin BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Top five, BYU three, St. Mary's two. Brian Call leads off the Cougars' fifth inning. 
Connor Roberts stays on the hill and gets strike one called on call. Discount Tire presents on the rubber. Look at both teams' pitching numbers. Roberts working into his fifth inning. Through four, he's given up three hits, three runs, all of them earned. Has walked one, struck out four, two wild pitches, and a hit batsman. The 0-1 becomes 1-1 one one to Brian Call. BYU pitching, all done with Jansen Kiesel. Four innings, three hits, two runs, one earned. No bases on balls and seven strikeouts for Kiesel. Two hit batsmen on his first two batters faced of this day. The 1-1 one, one to Brian Call. That's a swinging strike for Call to 1-2. and two. That was on the rubber brought to you by Discount Tire. Discount Tire lets get you taken care of. BYU scored two in the first. St. Mary's one in the first, one in the third. Tied the game at two. And BYU takes the 3-2 the lead with a run in the fourth inning. We're now in the fifth. And that's Brian Call caught looking a backwards K. And Call is retired for the third time today. Popped up to the pitcher at the first. Flight out to center in the third and is caught looking, striking out here in the fifth. Yeah, Brian didn't like it, but uh, too close to take right there with two strikes. Mitch McIntyre will hit. Mitch looking to extend his seven-game hit streak. He's popped up and grounded out in his first two at-bats. Get the call. That was brought up by the catcher on a low ball from Roberts. 0-1 to McIntyre. Feel like he got yelled at a little bit by the home crowd after that uh, strikeout looking to McDonald in the last inning, and uh, seemed like he's uh, expanded his zone a little bit here. Mm. One ball, one strike to Mitch now. McIntyre hitting 297 on the season. It's a good take for ball two. And Mitch is leading BYU in a bevy of categories. On base percentage, runs, hits, doubles, triples, walks, stolen bases, hit by pitch. And Mitch, base hits to center field. Nice swing, Mitch. Change Over up, second base. Yeah, change up running away, and he just hits it right back up the middle. Good swing. That's an eight-game hit streak now for Mitch McIntyre. Ties Brock Watkins, who came in too today with an eight-game hit streak, but is 0 for 2 today. So McIntyre with a one-out single up the middle. It'll bring up Jacob Wilk. Wilk got B uh, brought in BYU's 20th, 20th home run in the first inning. 20th homer of the year. Three belonging to Jacob Wilk. That's low for ball one. The new catcher's Blake McDonald, having spelled Hayden Driggs behind the plate. Two-run home run for Wilk, who's now reached in eight consecutive games. He followed that home run with a base on balls in the third. He was stranded there at first. One ball, no strikes, one out, and one on for BYU in the top of the fifth. And now the low strike is being called a little more consistently, and that's one and one to Jacob Wilk. It's a good take there. That's just a... Double play waiting to happen if you swing at that pitch. Sapiti's on deck. I don't know for oh, are they gonna pinch it for Sapiti? It looks, looks like, like it. Yeah. It's like Josh Cowden's on deck now. As Jacob Wilk will foul that back to the screen. One ball and two strikes. So the left-handed bat of Josh Cowden appears to be ready to be inserted into Mike Littlewood's batting order and lineup today for Ryan Sapiti. Sapiti a hitless weekend, 0 for 9 to this point. Wilk facing the 1-2. 
That's high for ball two. Pitch out there. They thought Mitch might yeah. be stealing. Jumped out of his crouch to McDonald. Mitch wasn't going anywhere. The 2-2. Two -two. Jacob steadily waves the bat over his right shoulder. Put a lash into it, but fouled it to the padding. Yeah, he's seeing that slider well, taking good swings on it. Just fouling it back. Put a good swing on the ball in the first inning and drove it over the left field wall. Wilk having an excellent weekend. Five for 11, five runs and three RBI. The 2-2 and a fire back to first as McIntyre dives back safely. And it seems like with a lot of guys tucking him saying he's had a good weekend. Yeah. <laughs> the 2-2. One gone, one on. BYU leads St. Mary's 3-2 top of the fifth. Roberts working deliberately. The wind whips as Jacob lays off. The 2-2 offering for a full count. Three balls and two strikes. William most likely will see uh, Mitch in action here on full count. Stay out of the double play. One out, one on for BYU. Top five almost halfway home here in Moraga. Wilk in the box. And nubs it over the head of the first baseman. It'll drop. And McIntyre will hold it second. Well, and that's all because Mitch, they have to hold Mitch on at first. If he's playing normal depth, he catches that. But because he's playing in, he just nubs it over his little Texas leaguer there. Yep. But we'll take it. So not, not exactly the hit Jacob had in the first inning, but it gets the job done to advance the runner and put BYU with two on and no and one out here in the top of the fifth with Josh Cowden now pinch hitting for Ryan Sapiti. So Cowden will step in, a left-handed bat, facing the right-hander Connor Roberts. It's a single to right for Jacob Wilk, just over the head of the first baseman. Little number off the fists, and it'll put McIntyre at second. Well, so a runner in scoring position here for Josh. And Josh is due. And that's low, blocked well by the catcher, McDonald, keeping McIntyre at second. Well, uh, Coach uh, decides to go with the left-handed here because the speedy struggled, right? Plus, the left-handers have had two hits today on the day, and so putting pretty good swings. That slider comes into the barrel. One hit by Pratt, one by McIntyre. Double by Pratt, single by Mitch. The two lefties to whom Tuckett alludes. The 1-0. And pulled up for strike one. That good take there. Backdoor curveball. It's not his pitch. Right fielder plays shallow, so ground balls to right. Aren't a guarantee that Mitch is going to score. One ball, one strike, one out, two on for BYU. That's a ball, almost the same spot as the previous pitch. Two balls and a strike for BYU here in the top of the fifth inning. It's a one-run ball game. BYU three and St. Mary's two. Cook scored the first two. Gales tied the game. BYU's gone back in front on the Ozzie Pratt RBI double in the fourth. The 2-1 to Josh Cowden. Good take. Outside for ball three. Mm -hmm. 
Well, 3-1 count. Great time to hit. Take your walk if they'll give it to you. You get yours, you put a good swing on it. I doubt the runners will be moving in this action. Josh Cowden hitting 256 on the year. The 3-1, and takes outside. That's ball four. Good at bat. And we may see either a visit or can't, we, we can't see. I can't see well yeah, you, you enough can't to see, see if there's action in the yeah. bullpen down there. But Robert's laboring just a bit here. He's into the low 80s in pitch count, which is near his limit. His high was 86 on the year. And he's at 81 as Austin Deming will step in. Well, first base is back. Third base is in. Middle, middle is playing double play depth. Catcher now calls timeout to take a mound visit. This is a great time if you're Deming, though. Just hit, hit something hard in the air. Get you a run. Dem five for nine. Three, uh, four runs, four RBI. And a pair of home runs yesterday. He was hit by a pitch and scored the go-ahead run for BYU in the fourth inning. He led off the fourth by being hit by a pitch, and Ozzie Pratt brought him around on a... An RBI double, putting BYU back in front three to two. It's the conference concluding, and now it is. Bases loaded for BYU. The Cougs on the year, 395 with the sacks stacked. Deming looking for his first bases loaded hit of the season. Empty count, one out, and three on for BYU. And Roberts will now call time, ask for a new ball. Is that what he wants, or? New count. New count, okay. 22nd. Violation there, warning. Austin Deming. 0 for 1 today, strike out in the second, hit by a pitch and scored a run on the fourth. He has scored four runs this weekend. And take strike one, piped in. Yeah, outside corner there. From our angle, I couldn't tell if that was a slider or a fastball. 0-1, one. one gone. Bases loaded for BYU, top five. Cougs up 3-2. Good take. For ball one, count is even on Deming. Deming has reached in six consecutive games. This is a real good phase of the season for him, last couple weeks. The 1-1. That's grounded to the shortstop. To second for one, to first for two. And it's a bases loaded, grounded into double play. BYU brings no one across in the top of the fifth. For BYU in the top of the fifth. It is no runs on two hits. There were no errors. Three were left on. BYU three, St. Mary's two. Bottom five next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Halfway home here at Moraga, we go bottom five. BYU with a 3-2 lead. Golden opportunity for BYU to create some breathing room. Goes begging in the top of the fifth. As the Cougs had the bases loaded, one out. But it's a 6-4-3 DP to end the inning. Yeah, had one of our hottest hitters up too. An equipment issue, I think, with uh, catcher Colin Reuter delaying the start of the inning here in the bottom of the fifth. Yeah, the uh, 
earpiece he has was not plugged in all the way, and he can't reach behind his back, so Coach Shaw had to come. Yeah, explain the system that uh, that's now allowed in yeah, college baseball. Yeah, just have a walkie-talkie that has an earpiece connected to the back of the chest protector. Goes right up the side like a Secret Service agent. And so he's connected with yep. Michael Bradshaw yep. he in has the dugout? A, Michael Bradshaw has a microphone and just can call fastball outside or whatever he wants to instead of having to give signals and speed the game up. Strike one delivery from Kiesel to Gavin Napier. Napier, the leadoff hitter in the order, leads off the bottom of the fifth for St. Mary's and takes ball one. One and one, the count. And Napier has reached and scored both times he's been at plate. He has scored both St. Mary's runs today. And he will reach again as just beyond the outstretched glove of Ozzie Pratt diving at second in the 3-4 hole. It's a single to right. And so Napier is on base for the third consecutive time. Hit by a pitch in the first, singled in the third, and now leads off the fifth with a single to right. And he has scored both times he has reached, and he's leading off for the first time this weekend, but he has been a leadoff guy. This is his 16th game leading off. They went away from him and have gone back to him now, and so far so good for Napier. And the Gales, they have their fourth hit to BYU's five. It's BYU three and St. Mary's two on the scoreboard. Kiesel will check Napier at first. He dives back. So the lead runner's on for the fourth time in five innings today for St. Mary's. That's a cut from Campos through strike one. Napier with hits in 11 of his last 13 games now. Four hits in the series. He's four for eight with three runs scored. Productive. A second baseman slash left fielder playing left field today. And he's on first base with no one out here in the bottom of the fifth as Kiesel delivers outside for ball one to Christopher Campos. Campos hitting second after leading off in the first two games. And Campos still looking for his first hit of the series. Well, this is exactly what happened the last inning these guys were up. Napier got a single, and then Campos actually was called out on an interference on a hit and run that he fell over the plate. So you wonder if they'll do that again, but uh, usually when something like that happens, coach is like, he remembers that. Oh, I'm not going to go there. After that batter's interference out, Almanza doubled Napier home. There's a nice pitch for strike two taken by Campos. One ball, two strikes. Jansen Kiesel is about to throw his 65th pitch. His high is 88. The 1-2, one, one on. No one out here in the bottom of the fifth. Cougs nursing a one-run lead. Time is called, not granted, and then Kiesel goes high. Uh, see, I think Kiesel actually let that affect him. He tried a quick pitch when he saw the time being called, and it threw his rhythm off there. Time was not granted. The pitch counts, and it's ball two. Greg Grubel, Tuckett Slade with you on a sunny, breezy Saturday afternoon. Free admission for the baseball fans here in Moraga as they're working on refurbishments. A new look for the baseball complex here, but BYU won't see it. No, I don't we think. will not. <laughs> this is BYU's last visit here as a member of the WCC. The count, by the way, goes full to Campos. On first base is Napier. The full count. 
No one out. BYU leading a 3-2. Oh, they got Napier leading. Close, yeah. And he barely gets back. Well, you knew that on that full count, he's going to be running. Yep. Yep. They love to be in motion on full count. That's their game. They play a speed, put pressure on the defense type offense. Two for two on a steal tries this year is Napier. They almost got him. At first, they'll go back to first. Jansen Kiesel, a freshman right-hander on the hill for BYU. And both starters have gone all the way into the fifth inning. It's BYU 3, St. Mary's 2, bottom five here at Louis Gisto Field. The wind-up and delivery. And that's popped up into foul territory down the third baseline and into or near the St. Mary's bullpen. 3-2, the count will stay. Coos looking for their first out of the fifth inning here. BYU led this game 2-0 after a half inning, courtesy of a Jacob Wilk two-run shot. St. Mary's got one back in the first, tied it up in the third. BYU went back on front with an Aussie Pratt RBI double in the fourth. That's where we stand, 3-2 in the fifth. As once again, they will check Napier at first, throw to Wilk. Napier back. BYU's next four games, Dixie on the road Tuesday, and then Santa Clara home Thursday, Friday, Saturday, next weekend at Miller Park. Holding the bat high over his right shoulder is Campos, who waits the 3-2, but they'll go back to first again with Napier taking his lead. Napier reaching on a leadoff single. Second time he's let off an inning with a single today. Last time he did it, he came around to score in the third with the game-tying run. The 3-2. Plateward. That's grounded to Pratt. To second Nicely for one. Done. To first for two. It is a 4-6-3 DP. And BYU has two gone here in the fifth. And Napier is erased off the base paths as Campos rounds into a double play. Well, they picked over so much that uh, Coach Moore obviously called off the, the steal there, which perfectly done because of that. We were able to get the 4-6-3. Yeah. Nicely done, Jansen. And Ozzie, Bra Ozzie Pratt starts the turn there. The 4-6-3 DP brings up Christian Almanza. Almanza doubled home the game-tying run in the third as it's a conference on the mound between Reuter and Kiesel. And that's going to be it for him, it looks like. Nice game, Jansen. So Mike Littlewell will come on out and make a change. We'll take a 60-second break for a PZ Printing pitching change. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. We're back with a new BYU thrower after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. New pitcher for BYU is the southpaw, Cy Nielsen. Cy getting his first work since pitching an inning in BYU's midweek win over Washington State back at Miller Park. And he enters the game with BYU up 3-2, and the base path's empty. Gavin Napier led off the bottom of the fifth year for St. Mary's with a single, but a 4-6-3 DP took Napier off the base paths, and it will bring up Christian Almanza. Almanza due up to face Cy Nielsen. Cy on the year, a 4.63 ERA. This will be his 12th appearance. He's pitched 11 and two-thirds innings, has given up less than a hit per inning, eight hits allowed in those 11 and two-thirds. The six runs he's allowed all were earned, and a really robust strikeout-to-walk ratio, better than six to one at 13 strikeouts to two free passes. So Sai is in after Jansen Kiesel, today's starter. 
went four and two-thirds. We're in the bottom of the fifth. BYU three and St. Mary's two. Well, you bring him in for the left-on-left matchup. you got a lot of bullpen arms now because uh, Kiesel gives you four and two-thirds of really good pitching. You know, he had to use only two arms yesterday with Brady and Roby. And you go to this matchup because of what Almanza did against Kiesel last time, which was the RBI double he hit off the wall. You know, he did strike him out the one time, but the last time you saw him, he got a hold of him. And Sia gets the outside edge for strike one. Taking strike one, one ball, one strike, two out. Christian Almanza, the left-handed bat, facing the southpaw, Cy Nielsen. Almanza, one for two today, strikeout in the first, and that RBI game tying double in the third. The 1-1 from Sai. the kick and fire, nice pitch, strike yes. two. A take from Almanza, and now Sai has got Almanza where he wants him at one and two, with two gone and no one on. We're in the bottom of the fifth, BYU leading at 3-2. Keep the ball down here, Sai. Have some fun. The 1-2 from Nielsen. A cut on it, but fouled back out of play. Count stays one and two. And if he could throw that slider down and away right here, he'd swing through it for strike three, but you don't want to hang it high, right, where he's given up a home run before on that hanging slider. The one-two, up the middle, grounded to Watkins. The shortstop handles, fires Good to work, job. and that is it. BYU's out of the inning. So for St. Mary's in the bottom of the fifth, no runs, uh, one hit. There were no errors, no one left on. We go top six, BYU three, St. Mary's two on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. For the top of the sixth inning is the left-hander, Ryan Sanders. So both teams have gone to the pen for southpaws. We'll see how long Cy Nielsen's stint lasts for BYU. Meantime, Ryan Sanders enters the game, replacing starter Connor Roberts. Roberts went five complete. Sanders making his seventh appearance. 11 and two-thirds innings, 12 hits allowed in those 11 and two-thirds. He struck out 14, walked five. Six runs allowed, just two of them earned. His ERA is 1.54. Walked five and hit two. And his 11 and two-thirds inning of work. Brock Watkins will lead off the BYU sixth. BYU with a lead of 3-2. And Watkins will chop it, and that's a seeing-eye single. Third baseman had a crack, shortstop had a crack behind him, and it gets past both into left field for a sharp single to lead off the six for BYU. And that's what we needed Deming to do last inning, right? And score two runs. Uh, baseball is such a finicky thing. Deming hit it hard just right at the shortstop. Now it's a 6-4-3 DP to end the inning in the fifth for BYU with the bases loaded. And Watkins with the bases empty with a leadoff single. Cooks have their sixth hit of the day. Colin Ruder, the catcher, will hit in the eight hole. He'll square. They'll pull back and take high for ball one from Ryan Sanders. Possible slash called there to get the third baseman in. Sanders, by the way, 5'11", buck 90. The sophomore out of Lancaster, Lancaster, California. One ball, no strikes to the catcher, Ruder. Ooh, threw Watkins right at first. Third. Good play by Almanza right there. Keep it from getting away and keeping Watkins where he was. By the way, Brock with that hit extends his hitting streak to nine games and has reached a streak to 14. Both those numbers lead BYU in those streak categories. 
It's a couple of nice little hitting streaks extended today with both McIntyre and Watkins getting hits. It's BYU 3 and St. Mary's 2. We're in the top of the sixth here at Louis Gisto Field in Oraga, California. This tree-lined facility featuring free admission and bleachers on either baseline. Other than that, it's lawn chairs and portable chairs and find a place to watch and a swinging strike from Reuter. Strike one, two balls and a strike. No one out and runner on the base pass is Watkins at first with a leadoff single here in the sixth. A little over-aggressive there. That was possibly ball three, balls up. Navy jerseys, gray pants, Navy caps for BYU. Reuter swung through, strike two. Two balls and two strikes to Colin now after a 2-0 count. Yeah, good fastball right there. Good heavy swing. Even count. And Watkins taking his lead off first, and that's three swinging strikes for Colin Reuter. He is retired on a frontwards K. It'll bring up the nine hitter, yeah, Ozzie Pratt. Can't get a better hit pitch to hit than right there, 0-2. Sorry, 2-2. It was just right down the middle, just right past him. Reuter and Strong lately platooning at catcher. A day for Colin today. I see Ozzie try to lay down a drag here, Greg. Left-hander in the box, righty on, or lefty on the hill. The lefty-lefty matchup here with Pratt. And he will square and take strike one. On deck is Hayden Latham. Top of the order for BYU. One out, one on here in the top of the sixth. Pratt hitting 444 with runners on this year. Squares again, low ball, pulled up, but not good enough for a strike. It's one ball, one strike, one out. Top six, BYU three runs on six hits. St. Mary's two runs on four hits. Both teams have committed an error in the field after an error-free day for both teams on Thursday. And BYU was error-free yesterday. That's Chopper, slow to the pitcher. Pitcher will go to first only. And get Pratt as advancing on the ground out is Watkins to second so a runner in scoring position now for Hayden Latham runner on second and two out here in the top of the sixth Pratt retired on the 1-3 ground out will be a great time right here for uh, Hayden to get another two out knock had a big two out triple with bases loaded yesterday Hayden's one hit in the series One for ten with three RBI. He scored a run in the first after striking out, but advancing on a strike not caught. Third strike not caught in the first inning. Takes it in around the knees, but strike call on the inside edge for strike one. Oh, one to Latham. Yeah, it looks like if we get to the next batter, we're going to pinch hit uh, Jacob Rogers for call. So Brian Call's day will be done. Jacob Rogers on deck. The DH spot. The 0-1. Two gone and one on for Hayden Latham. Mm. That was inside. Did it clip him or just get away from the catcher? Brock Watkins will advance to third as it skipped away. It didn't hit Latham, but it hit something. Yeah, so they said it did hit him, though. So it's a swinging strike, dead ball. Oh. So now Watkins has to go back. 
did swing at it. So, and Mike Littlewood's coming out for clarification here. So Hayden's saying I checked it and was hit. And the ruling was he swung through it and then it was hit with Watkins having to return to third, a second as the ball got away from the catcher, McDonald. But Mike Littlewood's out on the baseline conversing with the home plate umpire, Josh Gottlieb, about the scenario here. Yeah, so this is going to be strike two now, and Watkins has to go back to second. Now they're going to come talk about it, I think, hmm. to make sure they're on the same page. And all saw the same thing. So no balls and two strikes if this stands, with Watkins at second and two out here in the top of the sixth inning. Mike Littlewood comes again out of the dugout as the umpires begin to conference on the infield grass. So they're saying he swings and hits him in the foot. Yeah. Yeah, the key is the fact the umpires are maintaining that a swing was completed. Yeah, if he doesn't swing, then, it's, then he takes his base. Pitch, takes his base. Yeah. But because it hits him on the swing, that's a dead ball, and he can't advance. All right, the conference is concluded, and that is how it will stay. So no change made, and no balls and two strikes now to Hayden Latham. With two out, we're in the top of the sixth inning, and BYU protecting a one-run lead, 3-2 to two at St. Mary's. 0-2, two, two out, man on second is Watkins. And a reach get down, out, get down. base hit to, oh, a diving catch is made. It's not a hit as the right fielder comes and makes the catch off the shoe tops. Instead of a run scoring or at least a close play with Watkins leading from second, it's a third out and will go to the bottom of the sixth. That ball did not get down. Right fielder Velasquez takes it off the grass and records the third out for BYU in the top of the sixth. In the top of the inning, no runs on one hit. There were no errors. The runner was left on. We go bottom six. Cougars three, Gales two on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Sign Nielsen stays on the hill for BYU and gets ahead of the first hitter he faces in the sixth, Chris Santiago, 0-2. What a great play that right fielder made. Saved a run right there. Looked like it was going to loop down and be a hit for Latham in the top of the sixth. Instead, Velasquez gets a great break and makes a nice catch to end the BYU sixth. Low from Cy for ball one. One ball, two strikes to Santiago. Santiago reaching on an E4 in the first. Popped up to short in the third. He's two for eight with a run and two RBI in the series. And from 0-2 to 2-2 from Cy Nielsen. Cy came in with two out in the fifth. Got a ground out for the third out of the fifth and now leads off the sixth on the hill for BYU. Both teams struggling in the timely hitting category today. The 2-2 from Nielsen, lefty on the hill, righty in the box in Santiago. Santiago hits it in the air to left. And over the head of the left fielder Latham, it'll be off the wall. 
and a double for Santiago. And for the fifth time in six innings, the lead batter is aboard for St. Mary's as they trail 3-2. to two. Yeah, slider over in the middle of the plate, hit, and Latham's back had it tracked, but mistimed his jump and jumped a little too early, and it hits off the top of his glove. If he jumps a half a second later, it's right into his glove, but it actually was coming down when that ball hit his glove. Would have been a great play, but a play that he would like to have back. Yeah, great play made by the St. Mary's right fielder and the sixth, and Latham was so close to making a great play in the bottom of the frame here, but instead it's a leadoff double for Santiago. Nathan Chong hits now for St. Mary's. And again, clutch hitting is something both teams are struggling to do today. With runners on, St. Mary's 1 for 12. With runners on, BYU 3 for 16. As Nielsen will step off. With runners in scoring position, St. Mary's 0 for 9. And BYU 1 for 6. But lead runners, something St. Mary's is not struggling to put on. They've gotten them. They haven't brought enough of them home from their vantage point. That'll be inside and low for ball one to Chong. BYU three runs on six hits. St. Mary's two runs on five hits. Cougs have left seven on the base pass. BYU three, St. Mary's two. It's a one-run affair here in Moraga. Runner on second. And that's low for ball two to Chong. Chong is 0 for 2 today. Strikeout to pop up. He's 2 for 10 for the series with six strikeouts. But he leads St. Mary's in so many categories. Average, slugging, on base, hits, runs, doubles, triples, total, total bases, bases on balls. He's a do-it-all guy being bumped down in the order to fifth today. The 2-0 to Chong. Dancing off second to Santiago. And that's a grounder to Deming. He'll look his man back to second. Fire to first done. for one. The Cougs have one out here in the bottom of the sixth. Well, and to keep him at second, Greg, right? And so now it means a hit has to score him instead of just a sack fly. So Chong with the 5-3 ground out. Staying at second to Santiago. And the Gales have stranded those lead hits in each of the last two innings. There was a double from Velasquez, didn't move in the fourth. A single from Napier didn't move in the fifth. And now Santiago's kept at second for the time being here in the sixth. And we will see a pitching change as Cy Nielsen will take BYU to one out in the sixth. But now they'll go to the pen again. The arms are fresh, and so Coach Littlewood's going to use them here against St. Mary's. We will have a PZ Printing pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. New pitcher for BYU in one minute on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Dally. Dally enters with one out and one on. You're in the bottom of the sixth inning. BYU with a one-run lead. Scores BYU three and St. Mary's two. BYU led this game 2-0 after a Jacob Wilk two-run home run in the top of the first. St. Mary's got one in the first, one in the third to tie it. BYU went ahead with an Aussie Pratt RBI double in the fourth, and that's where we stay at 3-2. Nate Daly 
6'6-235, the CSI transfer. He's from Tremont, Utah, and he has been a starter for BYU on this year. He'll now enter as BYU's third pitcher of the day, Kiesel and Nielsen, and now Daly, as the Cougars seek to protect a one-run lead at 3-2. Well, he was throwing rockets on Thursday when he came in and punched out the side. Throwing 95 with a wipeout slider. In that one inning of work, he gave up one hit, but all three outs via the strikeout. As Tuckett notes, and he has a 4-1 to strikeout-to-walk ratio on the year at 28-7. to He's pitched 21 and two-thirds and has given up less than a hit per inning at 18 hits. 12 runs, 10 of them earned. His ERA is 4.15. His first two appearance, uh, first four appearances were all starts, and he went to the pen. And that's accounted for his last seven appearances. I would love to see if we could somehow put together, have our SID put together some stats on what his numbers have been as a relief pitcher. Take away the starts, because he's been lights out ever since he's gone to the pen. He's had no hiccups. Oh, he's pitched just over seven innings as a reliever and has given up six hits. With 13 strikeouts and only two walks. Yeah, so out of the pen. much better, much better ratio there out of the pen. Well, big spot here. One run game. Tie and run at second. I'm no SID, Tucker, but I'll do what I can on the fly yep, for you. You did a All good right. job. Empty count and one out as stepping into the batter's box is Kyle Velasquez. Velasquez with a double, a leadoff double in the fourth, but he was stranded. St. Mary's trailing 3-2. We're in the bottom of the sixth. You're on a warm, windy Saturday in Moraga. Nate Daly on the hill, a commanding presence on the mound. The right-hander kicks and fires, and that's strike one heat to Velasquez. Well, Velasquez got a hanging slider from Kiesel in the fourth and hit a double down the line, but was also stranded. Right-handed bat of Velasquez. Didn't play in the first two games. Gets the start here, hitting out of the sixth hole in the third of three WCC contests. Daly looks back at second once and twice. Dancing off the bag is Santiago and stepping off is Daly. Velasquez called timeout. He's already saved a run this game with that diving yeah, play. Great play in right. Robbed a hit from Hayden Latham. That might have brought home a run. That's a swinging strike from Velasquez. 0-2 now, Daly ahead of the first batter he faces. Yeah, stick with the chatter there. Shake, shake, go right back to it. What do you think on that play there in the six? Do you think Brock scores on that? Oh, yeah, he was definitely, because it was uh, two strikes, so you're on hands, you're automatically going. He was already moving. And so, yeah, when that ball was caught, Brock was already around third, halfway to okay. home, and so had it dropped, he scores easy. The 0-2 to Velasquez. Choking up on Daly. And timeout. It's called. Smacking the spikes and stepping out is Velasquez. Well, don't worry about the base runner. He's not a runner. You need the hitter here. He's bouncing off, and it's kind of making Nate take a little longer. Valley comes plateward. 
That's chopped, grounded. A grounder, Pratt, Pratt. Oh, air, air. oh no, Pratt. And it rolls away, and a run will score. Ozzie Pratt couldn't come up clean with it at second base, and coming around to scores Velasquez on the second E4 of the day. It's honestly two errors in one play because he bobbled it and then tries to pick it up, and because he tries to pick it up, he kicks it away from himself, and because he kicked it away from himself, the runner was able to score. Had he just bobbled it, right, then it had been first and third one out, but because he kicked it away, now the runner was able to score, and we have a tie ball game. And so two of St. Mary's three runs have scored on second base errors yeah, today. Yeah, on Ozzie Ayers. He, he got one of them back with his RBI double, but ah, that's a tough break right there. We needed that out. So the ground, the rolling grounder to second, and Ozzie Pratt in a hurry couldn't come up with a clean. Yeah, just and make kicked the it play. away from himself. Make the play, and there'd be two outs, runner on third. The Cougs were error-free on Thursday and Friday, and two errors today, and both have brought home runs. 0-1 count to Espinosa, by the way. And that's fouled to the padding. Tie game. St. Mary's ties it at three here in the bottom of the sixth and reaching on the E4 is Velasquez. So Pratt couldn't come up secure with it at second base on the rolling grounder and it allowed Santiago to come around and score as it's just a helpless feeling with the ball bounding away from Pratt. And he was on the ground just kind of scrambling to get after it. And by then, Santiago was home. The 0-2, see if Dalek can get out of this here. And that's fouled to the screen. Well, sometimes, sometimes when Ozzy gets himself in trouble, is he just he he goes too fast. Just slow down. You're right there. Make it easy. Once he bobbled it, he panicked, right, to make sure he could try to grab it and still make the play. But hey, once you bobbled it, hey, you weren't going to make the play. Just settle down. The now, 2 now to Nate's Espinosa. Gotta, Nate's got to go to work now. Taking his lead is Velasquez at first, and they'll check him. BYU's led 2-0 and led 3-2, and St. Mary's has tied the game on both occasions. Has never led. The 0-2's high for ball one from Daly. Nate coming in here in the sixth after Cy Nielsen entered the game with two out in the fifth. And the first batter, batter Daly faced was Velasquez, who reaches on the E4, and a run scores on the E4. Unearned run. St. Mary's. The one two. Ball two. Count even to, to Espinosa. 10 of his 11 hits on the years are singles. He's three for his last 27 at the plate in this series. One for seven with a run scored. Left-handed bat, Espinoza. You might see Velasquez taken off here. The 2-2, two -two, one gone, one on, tie ball game. He dances off first, doesn't take Got off. him. Got oh, him. Yep, he caught looking. So in what Espinoza thought was ball three was actually strike three, and the backwards cable sent Espinoza to the dugout, and it's two out for Dalton Mayshore. 
Greg Moore is coming out to argue balls to strikes here. Well, I don't know why no, he's already working argue. on. He's, he's already, already working he's on already one had warning. A warning. He's already had a warning. They can't give him two. He came out of the dugout here. Yep, he's to gone. jaw with Gottlieb, and that would be it, right? He's gone. So he's now he's been gone. ejected. And is now going to get his money's worth. Well, you don't want to get too much because it'll turn into multiple games if he keeps coming closer here. And so the third base umpire is coming into step between Greg Moore and Josh Gottlieb, but he was already gone, right? More or less automatically or not? Well, he should have been, but he gave him the benefit of the doubt and was just going to put it in his book, and then he wouldn't stop talking. So Greg Moore, was he was asking for it. He kind of wanted it. And so Greg Moore... He cannot have a ball at the, at the low chin. He cannot have a ball at the low chin. I'll help him with his own. Yeah. Unbelievable. All right. Greg Moore's day is done. The St. Mary's skipper rejected here in the bottom of the sixth in a tie ball game for arguing balls and strikes after a previous warning earlier in the game. And so, kind of the equivalent of the second yellow card in soccer. Yeah. <laughs> so, two out. And the Cougars looking to get out of this sixth inning with just the one run across. And But the final three innings give the Cougars options to get back in front here. It's a 3-3 ball game. Keep this game scoreless and get us to the seventh here, Nate. Two out runner on first is Velasquez. Mayshore swings through strike one from Daly. So Velasquez is a timing stolen base type guy. If you see him over there, he's hopping on timing. He's trying to say, okay, hey, if Nate goes on the perfect timing, I'm going to take off. Velasquez seven for nine on stolen base tries this year. The 0-1 to Mayshore. He has two strikeouts and two at-bats today. Looking and swinging in the second and fourth. And that's another swinging strike for Mayshore. Yeah, two strikes here. You're probably going to see Velasquez take off just because two-strike action here. Mayshore's been a good bat for the Gales of late. Six-game hit streak. RBIs in five consecutive games. Nothing yet today. He came in two today. Three for six with two RBI in the series. Daly looking to put him down. 0-2 the count. Two out, one on. Tie game. A kick and fire from Daly. Runner takes off to throw to second. And the ball pops out of the glove as Pratt tried to make the tag. And the ball will roll into center field and advancing to third is Velasquez as Reuters throw to Pratt was not caught cleanly at second with taking off Velasquez on the pitch. And now with one ball and two strikes, a runner on third and two out. Well, Colin throws a one hopper, which you're trying to do sometimes. And uh, Ozzy was too quick with the tag. They're going to give the air to, to Colin. They usually give us the catcher on that anytime it bounces. But uh, that's a play that Ozzy can make. But now uh, Nate Daly really has to bear down right here and throw his best pitch. And that's BYU's third error of the day. And then Pratt another can't one. come up with the grounder to second. And another run will score as Mayshore... Grounds it off the glove of Pratt at second base. Boy, they find you. They find you. When you're having a day like this, the ball just finds you. And St. Mary's takes the lead. 
So the grounder to Pratt at second. Couldn't come up with it. And Velasquez scores from third, having previously gotten to third on the ball thrown away. And this one gets away from Ruder as advancing to second is Mayshore. Just need to calm down. Oh, they gave that a single. Are they you gave kidding him a hit. Uh, SID, unbelievable. That's a complete error. That's so bad. So they did not give the error to Pratt. They gave it a single to Mayshore, who advances on the pass ball, and that was at second. Settle Blake down McDonald. here, Nate. Find a way, Nate. Settle down. Find a way. Blake McDonald calls time and steps out. One ball, no strikes to the nine-hitter McDonald. St. Mary's has taken a lead with two runs here in the bottom of the sixth. An error-filled day for BYU after a clean Thursday and Friday defensively. The 1-0 with two out. The kick and fire from Daly, and that's low and away. And things all getting away from BYU just a little bit momentum. right now. All yep. the momentum's going towards St. Mary's right now. You just, yeah, Brock's coming in there just to settle Nate down. Nate's done nothing wrong. He's gotten ground balls, okay? Just get you another ground ball right now. Settle down. Keep it to one run. we still got nine outs to go. Just get the momentum back on your side. Bear down right here, Nate. The scorer could have given an error on the play that put Mayshore at first. It was judged a single, leaving BYU with three errors on the day. Three runs, six hits, three errors for BYU. Four runs, six hits, and a single error for St. Mary's. Gales four, Cougs three. Bottom six, runner on second is Mayshore. McDonald on the 2-0, takes ball three. Well, if uh, you're going to give hits like that, hits and not errors, there's a reason why a lot of their players are hitting over 300, Greg, because you're giving them hits. That was a generous adjudication. And a ball that Pratt couldn't handle the slow roller to second. Three zero from Daly. Will they take? He will for strike one. So Blake McDonald in the box. A three-one count. First twenty odd games, most of Ozzy's action was seen at the hot corner. He's been playing second. And just just had a rough day today. 3-1 with two out and one on. The Gales have taken the lead for the first time in the game, 4-3. Good. That's fouled in the box. Good, Nate, all the way back here. Win this battle right here. Quiet down the momentum. Three balls, two strikes. So the full count with two out and a runner on second. Dalton Mayshore. Mayshore's hit streak now seven games. That's how you extend a hit streak, I guess, by giving him a hit yeah, on that play. Yeah, exactly. Umpire's asking for new baseballs. Cougs led 2-0. St. Mary's tied it with a run in the first and the third. BYU took a 4-3 lead in the fourth. Now two in the sixth for the Gales to go in front, 4-3. Just rare back and fire right here. Blow right by him, Nate. Three balls, two strikes to McDonald. The big right-hander, Daly, kicks and fires, and that's high for ball four with the runner taken off on the pitch. And taking third is Mayshore. At first base is McDonald in the top of the order now for St. Mary's. 
So first and third for Gavin Napier. And Napier's reached in all three plate appearances. Hit by pitch, single and single. He scored the first two St. Mary's runs. He was stranded after a leadoff single in the fifth. We're in the bottom of the sixth. And we'll see a pitching change for BYU. Perhaps not. Right now it's a defensive conference on the mound. So two out and two on. And this, well, this might just be to settle him down here. Because you can tell that uh, the last couple of errors have gotten to him a little bit. He was locked in and then he uh, started to get wild. And Coach was asking if he has a free one or if he has to. Yeah. I think he said, hey, you do have a free one. Because last time to Coach doesn't take mound visits very often unless he's going to pull the guy. So you're allowed to have the one. And so Coach Littlewood's not asking for the ball from Nate Daly. Just a long conversation with Nate. And now the home plate umpire, Josh Gottlieb, will come on out to break up this defensive conference involving Coach Littlewood and the BYU infield and battery. Cook's looking to get out of this with just the current damage done and no more. Two runs across here for the Gales. Four to three is our score. Bottom of the sixth inning. So Nate Daly will stay on the hill. BYU's had a three-error day. It was borderline a four-error day to this point. And it's been costly miscues. But if you can get out of this just down one run, you have plenty of chances to come back. Big spot right here. Napier's having a really good day. Napier hitting 366 on the year, 409 with runners in scoring position. He's got a runner on third in Mayshore. The first strike from Daly to Napier is taken for strike one. Neither St. Mary's nor BYU have a WCC series win through their first two weekends. One of these teams will come out of here 0 for 3 in league series to start their conference campaign. 0-1 to Napier. Chopper. Watkins handles. It's short. He'll go to second Nicely for the done, easy one. Valley. And the Cougs are out of the inning. So for St. Mary's in the bottom of the sixth, two runs on two hits. There were two errors, and there were two left on. We go top seven. BYU trails St. Mary's now. 4-3 to three the score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.